Welcome back, episode 46 of the Review Podcast presented by TBR Sports. We are back and we're actually doing the Pickums on time this week. This is the week six Sunday NFL pregame Pickum show. And as always, it is me and Seth giving the picks. Seth, how are you on this early Sunday morning? I'm good. I won't lie. I'm a little bit tired. Mm-hmm. We're working on our third straight night of six hours of sleep. So if I nice. say some stupid shit today, that's where that came so from. So why are you not sleeping? Are you, what is the deal? Oh, I've just been, so let's, let's think about this. Third, uh, so Wednesday night I had to do an article for my class on Thursday because it took until Tuesday of last week for me to get people to respond to me so that I could interview them for the story. Yep. And then, so I was up until like, maybe one doing that and then between just not like being able to like come down after that because like lights on on my laptop for multiple hours yeah and the fact that i have issues sleeping to begin with i didn't fall asleep until close to three and then i have class at nine thirty the next morning awesome. and then <laughs> had to do stuff for a practice midterm for my visual storytelling class, which is like photography. And that's an 8 a.m. class on Friday. But I was up until about 1.30 a.m. doing that. So I probably wasn't asleep until a little bit after 2. And then Friday night is when we hang out. You know, me and my friends, our little bubble that we have. Right, sure. I was out until like... Social gathering. Yes, I was out until like 2.30, and then we had to get up for 10, but I didn't fall asleep probably until a little bit after 3, so. Nice. And pretty much the same deal last night, so. That's awesome. That's We're great. Glad. We're glad to have you here, as always, back for How for have six. you been? You look bushy as ever, which is just bushy. Me. What yeah, is that, bushy? Right, right. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. You never heard that? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not. I just woke up. I just, I'm just like this. Uh, I'm good though. Since we recorded the last episode, which was like what Wednesday? Did we record yeah. the last episode? Yeah, Wednesday. Um, I went into Boston on Friday, and that was about it. So yeah, that's yeah, all. I got done. stuck in the rain. That was great. We did. Yeah, it was kind of well. We we fully expected to be stuck in the rain. But I was, like, pleasantly surprised that, like, we were eating in the North End and it didn't rain while we were outside. And then as soon as we got in the car to drive over to Newberry Street in Boylston, it started pouring. But we still, like, managed a decent shopping day. I got new shoes. So, yeah. Where, where'd you guys go? Did you go to the, Did you go to that one where it's, like, the... It's like the Adidas technically store, and it's, like, down... You, it's almost No, like but I've place. been there before. But we ended up going to that one. We went to like we went to a lot of like girl stores, um, 
but then I got my, you know, I, I, I got my shopping in as well. But yeah, most of the day was just like following. But yeah, it was, it was chill, you know, it, it was what it was. Um, yeah. And we're back for week six of the pick'em. I'm excited to give these picks because like, I don't know why, but I'm just excited. Uh, I don't even know what my record is right now because I haven't posted week fives yet. I'm posting both of them today. The week five schedule or results thing. I posted the week five pick them already, but not the results. So, yeah, um, let's just get right into it. I don't know. It's early in the morning. We're not as not as sharp as we probably have been before, but let's get right into it. Uh, first game, Chicago Bears, Carolina Panthers. Everybody knows which way I'm leaning on this one. I'm going with the Bears. Uh, big, big on the Bears. They're, they are like one of my top teams in the NFL right now. They're going to beat the Panthers. Um I'm going to give it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a really good game because like Teddy Bridgewater is playing well. Panthers are like beating teams, which is fun. So I'm going to say that the Bears win this game. Hmm. 24 17. I think it's going to be one touchdown difference. That's my that's my pick. Lock it in. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with your score, you know, with how close it's going to be. Uh, Chicago is one of two teams to have every game decided by one score this season. So they have been putting themselves in situations where they are, you know, Bears fans are definitely uh, on the edge of their seats, let's say, come the end of the game. But I'm going to have to go with the Panthers this week. I uh, somewhat brashly picked them a few weeks ago to upset, I think, Tampa, and they almost did it. And then I picked against them the next week, and... They won, and then I picked for them the week after that, and they won. So I'm gonna have to ride the Panthers train a little bit, and I think they go to four and two, and then McCaffrey comes back, and I think the Panthers could be a sneaky like competitor for the wild card this year. I think the Panthers are actually gonna make the playoffs because they're like because they're playing well, but I'm just too big on the Bears to like not pick them. Like it'd be weird for me to pick the Panthers right now, given how high I've been on the Bears all year. I don't want to lead, you know, I don't want to lead a mistrusting life or whatever. I don't know. I, I have to pick the Bears and I think they're going to win, too. That'll actually be like one of the better games in the in the one o'clock window. There's only one game at four. Or there's two games at four o'clock, one at four oh five and one at four twenty five because of covid like postponements. So do we just have like a million games on Monday and Tuesday nights now? Is that how this is going to work forever? I guess. Uh, I don't know. But yeah. It's, I also like, it bothers me that we don't have Thursday night football anymore. I know. Also, when is that coming back? <laughs> yeah, who knows? But you know what does bother me even more is the way NFL does their scheduling website. You know, it's mostly chronological. You know, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one p.m. games in a row. Mm-hmm. Then they go four twenty-five, eight twenty, and they go back to one p.m. Why? That makes no sense at all. <laughs> it, it, they go back to one p.m. and then they go to four p.m. I don't that understand no why sense. the schedule is like this. Someone messed up because maybe it was. Like, I don't know if the Jets Dolphins game got moved at all, but I feel like the Patriots Broncos game getting moved might have affected the schedule, but still, like, I don't know why. I thought the Patriots and the Broncos were going to play at four. I didn't realize that they were playing. No, they're playing. They were playing at, um, 
Were they supposed to play at four last weekend and then they, they moved? They were to this supposed weekend? to play at four last weekend okay, and now they're nice. playing at like it's like eleven a.m. Mountain time or something. Oh, are we on the road this week? I uh, um no 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 we it's it, we're at home I think based on the way the schedule like the it's it, yeah it's at Gillette it's at Gillette but I remembered uh. seeing something somewhere. Because I, I was probably Googling it to see if they had officially, like, rescheduled the game, figure out what time it was, and I think I saw the Broncos, like, thing. Because, obviously, they give their all of their times in mountain time because that's where they are. Yeah. I just got a Bleacher Report notification on my phone. All NFL games are on today. <laughs> imagine, oh, if uh, it, imagine if it was just off and we're just, like, here. That would suck. They just cancel the games, like, two hours before they start. I mean, it seems like half the teams have at some point had to shut had down practice. like i am COVID. not optimistic that we make this no but like i'm kind of getting there because it's like moving along like i feel like if they were planning on like canceling the season or postponing it i feel like it would have happened like last week when when like the titans had it like and the patriots had it now i feel like like the Colts shut down their facility yesterday, but they're playing today. And like yeah, Nick Saban had COVID for like a minute and then tested negative 10 times and coached last night. So who knows? Which I don't understand how that works. How do you like it either. had to have been a false positive because there's no was. way he got COVID on like Tuesday and, and then, then didn't have it by <laughs> Saturday. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Right. I don't know. That was electric. The fact that he coached. That gave me goose goose pimples. Did you see the video of the uh, the referee that had to like Saban was arguing something and the referee got it wasn't wearing the mask because he was like doing the like over the microphone or whatever yeah. and then he realized he had to get close to Saban and he had like very quickly <laughs> his mask on. That's funny. Uh, no, I haven't seen it, but yeah, that was a good game last night. Uh, I wanted Georgia to win. They were they're supposed to win that game. not supposed to, but in the third quarter they were supposed to win that game and they didn't. Shout out Notre Dame's defense. Because they are carrying, yeah, they barely beat, um, they barely beat a one in, well, now one in four Louisville team. It was twelve mm. seven was the final score, <laughs> but they've, yeah, it was, the, the the Notre Dame defense has given up like the fifth least or sixth least points in all of college football. I watched absolutely no college football yesterday except for I, the I didn't, last, I didn't, the late I, night game. I just, our our good friend Vito was trying to say that Notre Dame sucks and is a trash team. And so now I really need Notre Dame to beat Clemson when the time comes around. So I can How about Clemson hanging 73 points on Georgia Tech? Dude, how about them bringing in their punter to play quarterback and then him getting more passing yards than Georgia Tech in the second half? <laughs> and had 13 passing yards on two completions, and both of them I think were screens from two feet behind the uh, line of scrimmage. That literally, that game broke so many records. It was like the largest deficit in an in-conference game in college football history. Like Trevor Lawrence had like the record for touchdowns in like certain amount of minutes. It was crazy. It's just like embarrassing for Georgia Tech. Like Georgia Tech is not that good. I get that, but to lose seventy-three to seven, I know that it's the number one team in the nation, but still, that's embarrassing. Like put up some more points. Um. All right, we've only- <laughs> next game. Uh, Bengals and Colts. I don't know why this one is so weird to me, but it is. Like, I feel like the Bengals have potential to, like, maybe win this game. Um, even though the Colts are, like, are, are playing well. Um, I'm going to pick the Colts. I think it's going to be another close game. I don't think it's going to be offensively, like, welcoming. Um, 
Joe Noodle Arm Burrow is going to throw the ball a million times. Uh, they don't have a run game. And then Phillip Rivers is going to get mad because he can't throw the ball anymore. And I think you're just going to have a bunch of incomplete passes in this game. I've got the Colts winning like 21 to to nine, maybe. I don't know. It's going to be like a boring game. This is just not an exciting game. I don't know. Who, what do you think? I mean, I'm going to pick the Colts just because I really like looking at the Bengals record and having it be one win a certain amount of losses and one tie. Mm. It's like, it's all symmetrical or whatever. So it's also a palindrome. It works the same way forwards as it does backwards. So for that reason and that reason only, I'm picking the dad strength of Phil Rivers' kids. And what was the joke we made last week? Are we saying that there was I forget. Yeah, we changed the joke. No, last week was um, who they play. Well, we didn't do a podcast last week, so it would be too. On or, Wednesday. On but Wednesday. we did on Wednesday. Yeah, so we did make a joke on Wednesday. I forget what it was. I think we it were saying that they were going to. We said that the Colts were going to. The Colts were going to win as many games. That's what it was. You yeah, said more, and I said as many. I said they were going to be nine and seven. Right. So the over under right now is nine and a half. So we need we need a new joke for today. I think that. Um, I think that Philip Rivers is going to complete the same amount of passes as he has kids. No and more, no less. Game. And they win. Yeah. Run run game. Naheem Hines. Big run guy. Mm. He's gonna he's gonna carry him. And their kicker. Blankenship is his name. They're gonna no. What's twenty one divided by three? Seven? They're gonna kick seven field goals and win this game. No <laughs> touchdowns. No offensive touchdowns. And the Bengals are going to kick three field goals to lose. 21-9, that's my score. The game of field goals. That's That'd my score. Unreal. Yes. <laughs> um, all right, next game. The game between the Jungle Cats, the Lions and the Jaguars. Um, I'm picking the Lions. I think it's fairly obvious. Uh, another boring game. You don't have to watch it. The Lions are going to win this game. Um, I've got them winning 28 28- to 15. I don't know. Weird score. 28-15. Thoughts? <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Lions, for sure. But throwback to the beginning of the season when people thought the Lions were actually going to be good. Not. Yeah. Sorry, Matt Patricia. They beat the Cardinals, and like that's their, that's their highlight of the season so far. And then they'll play on Thanksgiving, and that'll be like a big deal. That's it. Um, yeah, we both have Lions. Next game. This is my favorite game of the, eh, one of my favorite games of the day. This is an exciting game. The word of the day, people, is purple people eaters. And that's because the Vikings are going to steamroll the Atlanta Falcons today. I've got the Vikings winning this game 34 to 13. It's going to be a bloodbath. Falcons just fired their coach. They haven't won a game. The Vikings played in a really good, really competitive, really weird Sunday night football game against the Seahawks last week and really almost won if it weren't for bad play call by uh, Zimmer. Uh, And I think that they're just going to absolutely roll. The Vikings offense finally looks good and they are going to kick the living daylights out of the Atlanta Falcons. And then the Falcons are going to fire the interim coach. That's how bad things are in Atlanta right now. I've got the purple people eaters winning this game. What did I say? 34 to 14 or something? I don't remember my score, but I'm picking the Vikings by a lot. Yeah, you you started that off by making it sound like it was an accomplishment. You know, when you say steamroll, you think, like, it's two good teams. 
You know, these teams combined have one win. Like, yeah, this I'm, is gonna I'm well be... aware. Yeah. <laughs> like, the Vikings are winning this game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, but to say that it, they're going to steamroll the Falcons, like, we're, we're at a point here where I, Clemson could probably have a good competitive game against well, the Well, no, Falcons. listen, the Vikings, it took them time to figure out their offense. Like, I don't think they're as bad as their record shows, really. Um, it, it took them time, like, like Thielen was the number one guy and there was no target share. And that's why like they weren't connecting. He and Kirk cousins weren't connecting at all because they didn't have any other, uh, weapons. And now they have this, uh, Jefferson kid, uh, and the target share is kind of spreading around that, uh, Madison, uh, looks really good. They're running back. Who's coming in for Dalvin cook because Dalvin cooks injured. Uh, he's basically like, he looks like Dalvin cook. He plays like Dalvin cook. They're like interchangeable players. Um, I think the offense is kind of clicking. They had a really good game against the Seahawks, and that was telling for me. If they had come out and gotten absolutely blown out like I'd expected them to, then I'd be like, ah, it's the Vikings, you know, whatever. But I think that was a turnaround game for them. And then I think today is going to be the stepping stone for the rest of the season. And I actually think they're going to put string together some wins and piece together a decent record at the end of the year. So that's why yeah, I think I'm it's still, I'm still picking the, Vikings. The offense isn't good. But I yeah. would not be surprised if this is the one game that the Falcons pull out. Really? Well, so is this their first f- game without Dan old Boyle. coach? Yeah. It is. Yeah. So you've got, th- I feel like, like you've been under him for so long with so little success that I would not be surprised to see some guys just play better. Because either A, they just didn't like the guy, so out of spite, they want to win. Or B, they all realized, oh, they fired the GM and the coach. My book could be on the line, too. Right. They all play their, like, they play so well. And we talked about that last week with the, or two weeks ago with the Texans, where there's, like, that factor where once a coach gets fired midway through the year, you're like, I have to play. I don't see that in this Falcons team, though, because I don't see a lot of guys, like, I don't see a lot of key pieces on that team that would be worried. Um, That, like, Matt Ryan, towards the end of his career, he's not going anywhere. They would be dumb to get rid of Julio. And if they do, they're getting big pieces back because he asked for a trade and they were like actively shopping him around at one point. They'd be stupid to do that. But I have seen that rumor get shut down like vehemently. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is because like I heard like Patriots at one point and then I heard like Packers and then it was like, no, he's not leaving. So someone I know had sent a link to a group chat saying um, like with that trade, like the Patriots rumored. And then there were multiple people with verified Twitter accounts saying that that was dog shit, essentially, and that it wasn't even a consideration. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't think they should get rid of him if they if like if they haven't been planning to yet, like don't plan to in the future because he's like he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. He's always hurt, though. Like He's been hurt all year. Um, But like Julio Jones has nothing to worry about because he'll get a job somewhere else. Todd Gurley, like I know last week I said he's heading down the path that um, that Devontae Freeman is, but like Todd Gurley can get a job somewhere else. Um, it's just like my issue was with his production rate, uh, but I don't have like he's going to get a job elsewhere if he doesn't, you know, end up with the Falcons by the end of this year. I don't think a lot of pieces on that team are like so concerned about their their safety. And I also don't think a lot of pieces on that team, like key pieces would be like 
heartbroken if they parted ways with the Falcons at some point because the Falcons are trash. So um, that's why, like, I think, like, I, I don't see them coming together after Dan Quinn's firing. I think this is just a lost season. So Vikings. Yeah. Um, next game could be the worst game of the day. This could be my candidate for like the you don't have to watch this game at all game. Uh, the New York football giants and the Washington football team. See what I did there? I do. Uh, <laughs> is Alex Smith starting? Is that happening? Because <laughs> if he is, wow. <laughs> and if he isn't, thank God. We should keep him as far away from a football field as possible. We all saw what happened last week when Aaron Donald literally jumped on top of him. Uh, I, I don't want Twizzler action. I know we've been calling for it. I saw it last week. I've seen enough. I don't want any Twizzler action this week. None whatsoever. Um, this game has potential for like both teams to win. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm 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 going to do it and I don't care. The New York Giants are going to win. <laughs> what? The New York That's Giants are going to win today. They're going to win today. First win of the season for a New York football team other than the Bills. Um yes, Giants. I'm calling it now. Giants are going to win. They've played in some good games. They almost beat the Cowboys last week. Danny Dimes is going to string together some nice passes. Um I like that little I don't know what that was. Oh, that didn't she? look great. Yeah. <laughs> That's me throwing a football. Mm. Uh, the Giants are going to win this game. Can, can, can see that you never played actual football. No, but I play other sports. <laughs> yeah, most of them that don't involve you having to throw something. That's true. Mm. Baseball. Yeah, but you never played baseball seriously. That was just a, I needed something to well, do with no, the spring. I used to play baseball seriously, and then I stopped. Because I was a big lax guy, and then I got bored of lax. So, uh, but yeah, I've got the Giants, and everyone like I feel like if you look at this game and you're like, if you see a New York football team playing, whether it be the Jets or the Giants, you're like, ah, you know, they're gonna lose. Um, But when you're playing against a team that has no name and has a quarterback who literally has a a um, Twizzler for a leg, and he's not starting, it's Kyle Allen still. I don't care. Um, that's worse for them. Kyle Allen sucks. Um, and you're being investigated by the league for like corruption. Um, and you have no offensive weapons. Your starting running back is basically been banished from the league for domestic abuse. Uh, that's when the giants have potential to win a game. When you're playing against a team like that giants win today, I'm going to give this game 24-21 Giants. They're going to win by a game-winning field goal in the fourth quarter with two seconds left. That's a vivid image that I just put in all of your heads. And if it comes to fruition, then king me. Because I am the, the pick'em connoisseur. It's going to be if the only highlight we see all day long now. That's going to be the only football highlight that goes up on TVR is going to be the Giants winning by a field goal if it If happens. they do, yes. I will hammer that highlight everywhere. We have Vimeo now, by the way. <laughs> Jesus. It, it might be easier if you name a social media platform that we don't use. We have know. Vimeo. Uh, go follow us. I don't know why we have a Vimeo, but we do. Uh, we also have a TikTok. So big TikToks coming your way. 
So maybe I'll post on TikTok. Who knows? But no, it'll be on the Instagram for sure. I will like I will let everybody know that I was right because I love to do that's my favorite thing in the world to do. Brendan, the pick'em connoisseur, will let with another so, uh, correct prediction. I'm Tony Romo. Go ahead. I, I do have a question about this since you yeah. mentioned TikTok. So TikTok is not really a thing that much on college campus, or at least yeah, not yeah. here. Uh, there, there are t- certainly a lot of people who are like you know, on it, but you don't really see a lot of people doing the like the videos or whatever. Yeah, sure. But I have seen you post on your Snapchat story, you at Pingry doing it. So I, I need to know how many high school students like at Pingry or like at, as you've seen are like doing this at school and how many weird looks are you getting from a, other students, and B, right. the First of all, the ones that I put on my Snap, on my private Snapchat story, they're not my TikToks. And first of all, I've been in one. So let's, let's, let's dial back the volume. <laughs> I've done one, and I was featured in one. And it wasn't even mine. It was my friend's. Um, and she asked me to do it, so I did it. Uh, and we're both in it. So it's not just like me, you know, whatever, doing my thing. And it was the truth here. It was comparative. Like it was a comparative TikTok because we were duetting Michael Lynch and his girlfriends. So like we beat them basically is, is the bottom line. And uh, and that's what it is. And we didn't get any weird looks because we did it in the parking lot away from everybody else. So but no, I don't make TikToks. TBR's TikTok is going to be just podcast clips is, is, is all it's going to be. It's just like funny podcast clips, like, oh, funny laugh out loud moments. Ha ha. Funny times. And uh, that's that's all we're going to use it for. I don't even like I use TikTok because like it's funny to watch and I don't watch the dances. I like the like the comedic ones. There's some funny ones. You should you should get on that. I feel like you yeah, would like I, I don't I don't need another app to no, you do. do and Trust me. I spend was... hours on it, hours on it. Like, you, you sit you there might and have been, you might have been just too young for vine like no, oh oh i'm just too young for vine that was like my prime i'm older was than it? you think yes well no so first you're you're what three years younger than i am no you're a senior right now, dude. yeah but i should have been a freshman in college so i only would have been like one year younger than you oh okay i thought okay so i okay that's fine never mind yeah, so we were like yeah that vine, i was summer of 2014 was, that was that was it yeah <laughs> When I mean, I guess the the peak was 2014, wasn't it? 2013 and 2014 were the two years where Vine was like in. Okay, because I remember it in when I was in middle school, basically like being a big thing. Yeah. And so I always think of like middle schoolers and older doing it. I never would have like thought of someone who was like in elementary school at that time being into it. And so I thought you were young enough to be still in elementary school. When, I would have been like fifth or sixth grade, I think. No, fifth grade was 2012, so sixth grade. Yeah, that sounds about right. So sixth, sixth, sixth or seventh grade. Sixth or seventh was like my big, was Vine. Oh, I used to love Vine. Those were the days. There was some like classic Viners out there that I would just like watch all the time. What's funny is they're all on YouTube or TikTok now. They all like, just like converted just, to YouTube, yeah. yeah. After Vine died, they just made YouTube accounts and that's it. I don't know why Vine died. Like Vine is TikTok. Like there's no difference between the apps. They like work. There's a little bit just because it was less of a. 
Vine had less of like a trends to it, I guess. Yeah, like, it know? wasn't like the yeah the the whole like dancing with the sounds and using yeah. it. Vine was like original content. That was it. Yeah, it was it was more just like people screwing around. Yeah, but Vine literally like Vine same premise with the whole short video thing. Right. Yeah. Of course. Just ugh, I'd spend hours on Vine. That app was so great. Um, but yeah, you picking the Giants? I am. Yes. Wow. We agreed on all except, our picks. Except I think that the um, the Giants win by a bigger amount. I think it's going to be bit. closer to like 21-7. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah. Next game. The Battle of the Birds. Ravens and Eagles. Ravens. Yep. We don't, we don't need to talk about it. This is weird. All these teams are like kind of similar. Um, next game. Texans and Titans. Titans. Yes. Did you I, skip not, Brown Steelers? Are you on NFL.com right now looking at the schedule? No, I'm on the Sunday schedule at NFL um, Instagram. That's what I always go uh, off. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Texans and Titans. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Titans. I'm not big on the Titans, and you know that. Uh, they beat the Bills last week. Congrats. Uh, that was a big win for them. Um, they're going to win again this week, but I'm not big on the Titans. I'm really not like before, like they looked terrible when they played against the Broncos earlier in the season. They, they just haven't like pieced together a, a decent string of games for me to say like, Oh, this team is legit. And I can't say that yet. They had a big win last week coming off of the COVID break for them too, which was weird. I thought the bills were going to absolutely roll them and they didn't. Um, they're going to win against the Texans because the Texans are so bad this year. Um, but that doesn't mean anything for me. It's just, it's just another W on the schedule until they play a harder team down the line. I don't think they're going to be as good as they are now. Uh, I don't know why people see them. It's like the same thing with me and the Steelers. Um, I still don't think the Steelers are good. I still won't admit that the Steelers are a good team, but yeah, you picking the Titans too. Yeah. 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 Easy. Uh, next game, Pats and Broncos. Um, this one's interesting. Because we don't know what we're going to get from the Patriots today. We, they haven't played in two weeks. Uh, Cam Newton and Stefan Gilmore are both coming back after having COVID. We haven't seen this offense really in form in a while. I kind of forget what it looks like. I forget what Cam Newton looks like. Um, like as a person. I just forget. Um, so been, imagine it, imagine the pineapple that SpongeBob lives <laughs> in. But instead of the green hair on the top, it's like dark. Dark hair, like brown or black hair. And then the instead of an orange pineapple, it's Cam Newton's face. I got I got it now. It's it's all coming yeah. back to me. Um, but yeah, just like this Patriots team hasn't played a game in like forever. I feel like, and I feel like even the Chiefs game like didn't count as a game. We were all sitting there like ah, they're not gonna win. So I feel which like they, they almost had, did, which was why they almost did. Like if Cam Newton was in that game, they would have won. And that's why I think the Chiefs aren't good either. Um, but I don't. I have no idea what we're going to get from the Patriots team. We, they could either come out and play like Patriots football and have no problem with the Broncos, or this could be a tough game for them. And, and because we haven't played in so long and because like everyone has COVID and like this offense hasn't, hasn't played together. Like how, how many practices do you think they've, they've gotten in with like Cam Newton at the helm? I think he got back to practice on like Wednesday. He did. So they've gotten three practices and a walkthrough through. So not that much. Like that's not that many at all. I guess that's like I guess that's no. a decent amount coming back from COVID. But like for a team that hasn't played a game in two weeks, it's a little concerning. I'm still picking the Patriots because like I I'll never pick against the Patriots unless it's like against like a really top team that I know we're gonna 
lose the game and I want to get the pick right. But I'm picking right. the Patriots. Uh, they're at home. They're not. They're not dealing with different oxygen levels. Um, it's like you said earlier. It's 11 a.m. Denver time, so the Broncos are going to be a little thrown off playing that early. Um, well, especially and, because now the way that the rules are, teams don't fly in until the day before. Yeah. Nor- normally, teams will fly in like before the weekend. Yeah, like on a Friday, and then yeah. Saturday they do a walkthrough in the hotel, and then Sunday you got the game. Yeah, so they flew in yesterday. So they're definitely going to be thrown off. A little jet lag issue. Um, I'm picking the Patriots. I've got the Patriots winning this game 28-24. Yeah, I'm picking the Patriots too. Um, I think 24 points is disrespectful to the Patriots defense. Uh, you mean the Patriots feel, defense that's awful? Well, yeah, but still, <laughs> like, like we're, we're talking about a Patriots defense that gave up, you know, they limited Pat Mahomes to how many points after the first half and through three quarters. It was like 19 points, wasn't it? Something real small. Yeah. So they're they're figuring it out, and I just don't trust the Broncos' offense at all. So if it's close, I think it's more likely going to be like 14 points for the Broncos or like, 10 points for the Broncos and then sure. like if it's if the Broncos score 14 Patriots will have like 21 if the Broncos have 10 Patriots will have like 14 maybe 17 yeah so it would be around there I got Pats I'm interested to see the running back game because with Michelle out it's going to be um, James White in the passing downs and then probably the Damian Harris, Harris good, to start right? yeah. to the game uh, for the running downs. And then Burkhead will end up, you know, when they start keying in on, oh, it's James White. That means it's a pass. They'll throw Burkhead in to kind of try and mess everything up. Yeah. Um, I was contemplating picking up a, uh, a Patriots running back for this game um, in fantasy just because I Somebody think. Somebody dropped Drew Brees in our league. In our league, and I dropped Carson Wentz and picked up Drew Brees. That's brilliant. <laughs> Who dropped Drew Brees? I don't know. All I know is the second I saw it, I Let's submitted look at a waiver the latest claim. Transactions. Um. So I, I know, see Drew you Brees is my up. backup. I don't. I don't see who dropped him. Oh, Jackson dropped him on Wednesday. That's t- isn't isn't he Fresh Prince of L. Air, which yeah, is no longer his, his team name because L. Air is no longer the number one running back. Well, I guess he is this week. Oh, is Le'Veon not playing? Yeah, they're not playing him until next week. So he's going to make his debut against um, oh, who was it? Is it the is it the Broncos? Yeah, Broncos next week. So yeah, and I have Le'Veon in fantasy, not a big deal. But yeah, he changed his team name, <laughs> which I don't know why. I would have waited a week. Or waited like two weeks to see like because I don't think they're going to completely go away from Edwards Alaire. I think they're just going to do a running back committee because they're not similar running backs. I think that Le'Veon Bell's more of a finesse back and Edwards Hilaire is more of a ground and pound kind of guy. Um, and I still think that he's going to be putting up numbers, like maybe not as many of the numbers, uh, but not still a good amount. The numbers still a good amount. So. Yeah, uh, Patriots running game is going to be interesting today. Uh, I'm excited to watch it. We'll see. I may decide to pick up a a Patriots running back and put him in at the flex. Um, But I don't know. I really don't know. Next game, Browns and Steelers. Um, 
Go first. I need. I'm a going Steelers. I still don't trust the Browns, and I won't trust the Browns until they win the Super Bowl. Like honestly, we the Browns could win every game for the rest of the season, blow out someone in the you know get a bye, blow out someone in the second round in playoffs, then blow out someone in the AFC Championship game. I still wouldn't believe in them. And then they could be winning by forty entering the fourth quarter, and I'd be like, yeah, they're still a fraud offense. I will never believe in the Browns ever. All right. All right. This is this is where we hit the fork in the road. Um. I'm going Browns. I like this Browns team. The same same premise with the Vikings. The Browns offense is kind of clicking right now. Uh, Baker Mayfield has actually been been like hitting his targets, which is like rare. Um, Jarvis Landry and Odell both look good. Kareem Hunt looks good. Um, that's my reaction. Um, I have like this game is is going to be the closest game of the day for sure. This is my thinking. I think that everybody's big on the Steelers right now because of Chase Claypool last week and because they're undefeated. They haven't played a good team yet. This is the biggest test for both of these teams this year. And I think the Browns are going to come out on top. This is going to be a really good game. Really good game. Tune into this game. Like, like if you want to watch some good football, today, I think these teams are going to go back and forth. Like, like this, this has shootout potential. Which, if you had come to me two years ago and said, hey, the Steelers and Browns game has shootout potential, I would have said that you were, you were nuts, that you were off your rocker. But this is 2020. This is the corona season. Anything is possible. The Cleveland Browns are a good team. The Pittsburgh Steelers are undefeated. That's where we're at right now. This is going to be a good game. It has shootout potential. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I've got the Browns winning this one 35-31. They're going to give the Steelers their first loss of the year. And then, Seth, you're going to believe in the Browns next week after they come out and they beat the Steelers. Hmm. Yep, that's right. That just happened. Uh, So, yeah, picking the Browns. Seth is picking the Steelers. We won't agree on every pick this week like we did last which is good. It's good to have um, healthy arguments. Yeah, Next. no, and it makes it so that when I beat you this week, I've got a win streak of two weeks in a row as opposed to one did week you, and then a tie. Did you win last week? I won two weeks ago, and then last week we tied. Oh, that's right. We did tie last week. I forgot that we picked every single game the same last week. Which is funny um, you just mentioned that we picked every single game the same last week. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Um <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're you're creeping up on my record a little bit, so uh, we'll, it's because we'll I'm see. consistent. I'm like I'm consistent too, bud. So well, well no, but, but what <laughs> I mean by consistent is like I might win one or two weeks, but then the rest of them, I'm not gonna lose by much. I'm just gonna be consistently like where I am. Like in order for me to win in a week, it takes everyone else being fairly mediocre. Like if everyone else goes 500 in a week, I'll probably win the week because I'm yeah. usually sitting at like one game over. Yeah, like that's just how I. With barring I, week four when Carp and I both went six and six, I think I've gotten three games wrong each week. Like that's usually like my number is like I'll miss three games this week. I'm hoping to miss no games. I think I'm going to go undefeated this week, but I also could miss a lot of games. Like this is one of those weeks where like I'm rolling the dice on some teams, i.e. the Giants, the Browns. Uh, even the Vikings, I'm kind of rolling the dice on the bears. I'm rolling the dice on the Colts. Pretty much all my picks have the potential to lose, but if, but like I have the potential to go undefeated, but I also have the potential to like lose every game. So like, that's where I'm at right now. But I guess Congratulations, that's Congratulations, Brendan. You officially 
made the most general comment about NFL right. football that you possibly all right. could have. All right. All right. Next game. Every um, team has the potential to win, but they I get that. Okay. <laughs> I understand that any team, any given Sunday, great movie, could win or lose. I get that. But I'm saying that in terms of picking favorites and picking underdogs, none of these games have like outright favorites yet. Like, they just don't. Like, they're all really close, closely matched games. That's what I'm saying. All right. Next game. Uh, the Jets and the Dolphins. The Jets are so bad. Oh, my God. I'm shocked that they got rid of Le'Veon Bell before getting rid of Adam Gase. That wasn't on my radar at all. That's just too far off my radar. Shout out Herb Brooks. Great quote. Um, I'm picking the Dolphins this game. The Dolphins beat the 49ers last week. They're rolling. They're going to go on a little bit of a win streak. They're going to beat the Jets. Um, it's not going to be close. 20 to nothing. <laughs> I mean, somehow the Jets don't have the worst offense in the NFL. I don't know how that's possible, but they don't. But last week, Chase Claypool by himself almost tripled the point total of the Jets. Yeah. Which is unreal. Mm. And for that reason and that reason only, I'm picking the Dolphins. That reason only? <laughs> yeah, because their offense is terrible. The Jets or the Dolphins? Jets. Yeah. Both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone someone, someone posted, um, like, they used SpongeBob memes to, like depict the the tiering of NFL teams right now. Yeah. And they did it by conference. Like obviously number one was like the um the the place that SpongeBob works at. Krusty Krab. Thank you. How do you forget that? I know all I, I only remember is the Krabby Patty, okay? I wasn't a kid who watched a ton of SpongeBob growing up, okay? What? Do you know the name of the rival restaurant? Yeah, the chum bucket. That's good. What, so you remember the chum bucket, but not the crusty crab. Well, because you see more memes <laughs> about the chum bucket than you do the crusty crab. Let's be honest. What? You do. It's you easier judge to call something the chum knowledge bucket. off of the memes you see. What about just childhood watching the show? You just never watched the show. What did you watch? I, I watched it a what bit. Did you, I don't know. What just was your never... show growing up? What was your show growing up? Growing up, <sighs> SpongeBob wasn't even mine, I, but I love SpongeBob. SpongeBob was like the man. I don't even know, to be honest. When I was, like, young, young, I liked Curious George. Oh, it was a timeless show. Timeless show. Do- it doesn't matter how old you are. Like, I, I am like, forcing I my kids to watch Curious George because that's the one show that I will actually sit down and watch with them. I used to watch, like, like Nickelodeon and Disney shows, but, like, when I was really young. So, like, Drake and Josh, um, Degrassi. Um, oh, I never got it. Like, Afraid of the Dark. I forget. Is that what it was called? It was on Nickelodeon. It was like really scary. It used to freak me out. I, I was like young watching those shows because like that's a that's a little bit ahead of my time, I guess. Drake and Josh was definitely a little ahead of like what would have been like acceptable for me to watch like television. I think I was like yeah. I was young watching Drake and Josh. That was probably my show, though. Drake and Josh was like one of my shows for sure. Yeah. Now that I've had a second to think about it as far as cartoons go. Kids Next Door. Watched a ton of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Johnny Test. Johnny Test that. big. That was big. Um, and then fairly often, I have I think was my was one of mine. Fever dreams of a show that I can't remember what the name of it was, but uh, describe it to me. There were there was like one of the main characters was like a bird, and it was like oh, regular it, show. 
No, 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 not the regular oh, show. I would have known. Stop it was so excited. No, it was like there was like a villain in it though. They were like, uh, I'm trying to think. Heard. We're we're gonna f- find this out. Can you describe more about the show? <laughs> so purple was a very big theme. Like I remember there being purple like all over the place, and they had this big TV that had a purple like outline and had a green screen. Um. I looked up cartoon show Purple Bird. And I'm like, I'm... Peep in the big wide world? Oh, Cyber Chase. Cyber Chase. Oh, it's Cyber Chase? I used to watch a ton of Cyber Chase. Wait, where's the bird in Cyber Chase? There's the... Oh! There's that purple bird. That's a bird. (laughs) I used to think that was like something else. I don't know why. (laughs) I watched a lot of Clifford, I won't lie. Clifford the Big Red Dog? Oh my god. Clifford... Wait, now I'm looking up cartoon shows early 2000s because I feel like we should like have a conversation about this. Regular show was like one of my shows. That was like that was past my time. Like that would have been like a few years younger than me watching. But like I still watch that show as like yeah, that was that was what happened with me was that was just like a little bit after I kind of stopped watching Cartoon Network as much. That show just oh, that show is so good. Um, when I was slightly older, I watched Gravity Falls. I never got into Gravity Falls. It was fine. They only did it for like two seasons. Did you ever watch like 90s Nickelodeon shows? I don't know what quantifies as a 90s Nickelodeon uh, show. All that. Keenan and Kel. Shows like that. Nah. Um, hey Arnold. No, nah, I never watched any of those. I, I was very much a watching sports kid. I'm not going to lie. I watched, yeah, I watched a lot of sports. I, I watched... I was big on 90s, like, Nickelodeon, and I still am. Like, like Doug, that was a great show. Doug Funny. Um, Rocco's Modern Life was good. Hmm. Uh, I hated Rugrats. I don't know why. I just hated it. Yeah, um, I never got into that. SpongeBob kind of, like, SpongeBob kind of fits into that category a little bit. But I loved all that. Um, do, like, the Nickelodeon, what is it called? Games? What did they call that again? GDS, was it? Was that the show where they had, like, the... Nickelodeon cuts. So there's like the four by four score, like um, grid, and they had the contestant, and there was a pattern, and they had to step on. No, each that was brain, for, that was brain game, brain something. Because okay, brain, well, brain have to remember the pattern, game, not brain. Yeah, game. It was called brain something. But yeah, they had to remember the pattern, and then step on all the right squares, and it would always that. be the easiest pattern in the world, and those idiot kids would always mess it up. Made that show. Brain surge. I think it was brain. Yeah, brain surge. That's what it was called. That's the. They'd have to go on like that yeah. pattern. Yeah. No. Remember the aggro crag? The what? The aggro crag. You'd you'd remember if I showed it to you. This used to be. This was like early two thousands, like two thousand five. I mean, it was in the nineties, but um, like. Like this thing. I don't know if that's a good representation. It's a mountain. And these kids would climb the mountain. You don't I remember the I've ever watched that. I I definitely like I've got I've got a photo of it pulled up right now. Would, these kids would climb the mountain and um they used to show reruns of it all the time. Like like all the way through like 2010, they'd have Nickelodeon's guts on. That's what it's called. It's called guts. There was like there was it was like temple, there's a temple game too. 
there was like the, it was like the aggro crag there was like the temple where they'd like run through legends of the hidden temple um and they'd like run through this temple and like people would jump out at them you like they they'd dress like this they, they they would always dress like that and they'd like run through this like temple and they'd have to like climb up rock walls it was like that 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 fueled my childhood was the aggro crag and like the temple game. I used to would just watch that all the time. I'm shocked. You don't, you don't remember. We should call carp and see if he remembers carp was probably drinking scotch and smoking cigars and playing golf at that age. Yeah. I, I find it. Dude, dude was probably just sitting around watching the Godfather all day long. Yeah. I, I don't think that carp watched cartoons. That would, <laughs> I, I, I don't either. All right, let's get back on track. Cause we have two more games to go to go through. Um, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, the game. Why do these ga- games all have something in common? This is kind of weird. Like you've got the game of the jungle cats. You've got the game of the birds. You've got the Titans and Texans. Uh, you've got the, uh, the, where was it? I said another game was close. I don't remember why. Um, but yeah, the, the game of the bays today. Uh, a lot of people are saying that Green Bay is the number one team in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers is on an FU tour. This is Brady versus Rodgers, who's the GOAT of the season. And <laughs> um, I just see no way that the Packers lose this game. Uh, and it's going to be agree. it's going to feel real good to watch Tom Brady lose today. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to continue his uh, his revenge tour. Oh, you want to draft a quarterback? Well, guess what? I'm going to go win MVP. Um, Aaron Jones, my fantasy running back, I think is one of the top running backs in the league and just gets written off every year for some reason. Like no one like wants to acknowledge the fact that he is the most talented running back in the league. He can run. He can catch. He can do it all. Um, I've got the Packers winning this game 34 to 20. Yeah, I think that's fair. Every bit of that was fair. Buccaneers are losing this game. Yep. They're losing. It's going to feel so good to watch Tom Brady throw like 70 picks today. My, my, hot, take, my hot take is that Gronk actually catches more than one ball. That's is that your truth for today? That's your big that's your big. That, that is my big that is my big revelation. That's your thing is that Gronk catches more than one ball. Yeah. OK. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. He's a blocking tight end, Seth. So don't get your hopes up. Because he's a blocking tight end, and he always has been. He doesn't know how to catch passes, according to him. Um, it doesn't make sense to me because he lost a crap ton of weight, and he looks significantly skinnier than he ever did when he played the pass. That so stupid when they were like, Gronk, why aren't you catching passes? He's like, I've always been a blocking tight end. What are you talking about? It's like, yeah, you just, just – Well, I mean – Forget I, about the 100 uh, right. receiving touchdowns yes. you had in New England. That, that the blocking tight end. Yeah, blocking tight end, my ass, buddy. You are a receiving tight end. And you are one of the best receiving tight ends to ever play the game. Catch the football, please. What yeah, ob- no, obviously, obviously he's a good receiving tight end. But the, I mean, back in the Aaron Hernandez and Gronk era, it was very much double tight end set, and Gronk was one of the better blockers that they had in that double tight end set when they ran the ball. Yeah. And so he, he always was good at blocking, but no one really thought of Gronk as like primarily being a blocking tight end. 
Like, I don't think he got enough credit for his blocking ability, but everyone was like, this is the dude that's, like, making one-handed catches even though he's got a 40-pound brace on his right elbow. He's a good blocker, I'll agree, but he's not a blocking tight end. No, 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 no. That's not his main – that's not his main say. Yeah. So I'm wondering if he's just looked like dog shit in practice and so Bruce Arians is like, we're not throwing this man the ball. Bruce Arians is the worst coach in the NFL. I'm convinced. He he just no, not, not, a, not a morale guy. Not a morale guy at all. I don't like Bruce Arians. Carp and, Carp and I were very vocal about our dislike for Bruce Arians two or three weeks ago. Now it was. Uh, I think he'd be better. He'd probably be better suited as an OC, but he'd be better suited as a high school OC. <laughs> no, he's he he's more intelligent than people give him credit for. Um, but he's not the worst. For sure. I think I think he's the worst coach in the NFL. I really no, do. I, how is how is Adam Gase not at the top of that list? Okay, Adam. Okay, Adam Gase number one. Bruce Arians number two. Adam Gase isn't a coach, in my opinion. He's not. <laughs> he's just not a coach. I forgot that he was like I, I like assumed that he'd be, he'd be fired by now. Like I forgot he still was with the team, and it's a shock that he's still with the team. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't like Bruce Arians style. I don't like how people are making him out to be this like guru who's like going to take Tom Brady to the promised land. Uh, and I don't like his, his press conferences. He like calls everybody out. Um, I don't like that. He wears sunglasses 24 seven. I know that I do that all the time, but like he wears like the matrix sunglasses, like during rain games and like during night games too. I just, I don't like his vibe. I've never liked his vibe. I didn't like him on hard knocks when they did hard knocks with the bucks. I didn't like him as a coach with the Cardinals. I don't like him as a coach with uh, Tom Brady right now. Um, I, I just don't like him. And here's my my, hot my, take. my favorite thing about this before you give your hot take. Sure, go ahead. Was yeah. part of the the reasoning that we kept hearing behind Brady leaving New England was he wasn't treated like he was the goat. He was treated like an average player, so he'd get yelled at just like anybody. And you know, however other treatment is for just your average NFL Joe. Yeah. And then he leaves to try and avoid some of that and try and create his own legacy. And then Bruce Arians just does the same thing. (laughs) No, Bruce Arians. It's not even that Bruce Arians showed up. Bruce Arians was the coach before Brady signed. No, I know that. He's been the coach for two years. (laughs) Yeah. So why, like, like how did Brady not figure out, which is why I'm thinking that that report was just like, Totally he, wrong. He left because Correct. they tried. He left because I honest to God, I think that he was he was going to leave at some point, no matter what, because I think he wanted to prove that it that it wasn't the system and that it wasn't the organization. Right. And he's proving himself wrong right now by doing what he's doing. If if he had stayed in New England, six Super Bowls, like whatever, even if he retired after last year, he would have gone down in history as the greatest quarterback of all time. Like there's like no doubt about that. He's tarnishing his reputation a little bit right now by going to the Bucks and missing the playoffs. That's what he's doing, which yeah. segues me into my hot take. The Buccaneers are are and I've been saying this all along, but like but like hear me out. I'm starting to see more and more that this whole like Buccaneers offense literally isn't in it to win games. I literally think that this is the NFL's biggest PR stunt of all time. Oh, my God. I'm dead serious. Conspiracy theory. They've pieced together this offense not to win games, not to take a team to the Super Bowl, but literally at, like like to to bring attention 
to the division and to to bring attention to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and to shield the uh, downfall of Drew Brees and the Saints in that division. I think I honestly think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are serving the purpose of like making people forget that Drew Brees is like supposed to be good and isn't because the hype around the Buccaneers is so loud that people are forgetting that Michael Thomas is fighting with people at practice. Drew Brees can't throw the ball longer than five yards. The Saints might miss the playoffs like, you know, fast or rewind to like a year ago. The Saints were supposed to be the number one team in the NFL. Everyone's like, oh, Drew Brees is like better than Tom Brady right now. He looks better. Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Trey Quan Smith, you know, everybody and in, in all this and all that. You know, Marshawn Lattimore, best cornerback, Sean Payton, guru. Like what happened to the Saints? No one's talking about how bad the Saints are right now because the hype in that division is so loud with the Buccaneers. This is a PR stunt put on by the Tampa Bay front office and put on by the NFL. And it's working. They lured all of us into the Tom Brady Tampa Bay sweepstakes. And they got Gronk to go along with them. And they've got Mike Evans, who is a fraud wide receiver. And they've got Chris Godwin, who has never been good. And then they've got Julian Edelman, 0.5 in that Scotty McScott sermon. What's his name? Scott Miller. Scott Miller, thank you. Yeah, with Scott Miller. That guy, he is like, he's he's Brady's new Edelman, and he drops the football constantly, much like Edelman is doing right now. This Tampa Bay team is like, this This is not a team. This just isn't. They're toxic. Toxic environment in Tampa Bay. From the top down, the way the coach is bad-mouthing everybody. Like, everybody. From Tom Brady to like the water boy, everybody, no one is safe in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization. Absolutely. No one is safe from a, from a Bruce Arians, you know, rant and a, uh, and a condemning that's or that are con- condemning. Yeah. Condemning. I always get condemn and condone mixed up condemning. No one is safe from a Bruce Arians condemning. Tom Brady will be retired by the end of the year. Hopefully, uh, he is tarnishing his reputation as the GOAT, and that's my big point with all of this. Tom Brady is no longer going to be viewed by the majority of people in the football world as the greatest quarterback of all time after his stint with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I think that's a mistake that a lot of great quarterbacks make is try and make it with a different team. Brett Favre, Joe Montana, the list goes on and on. Uh, I think that it's a mistake for great quarterbacks to leave the team that they've been with their whole careers, I think that he is not going to be seen as the GOAT anymore after his time in Tampa Bay. Hot take. It's an interesting take. And that doesn't, that, I'm not saying that he isn't the GOAT. I'm saying that he is, like, when people think of, like, greatest of all time quarterback, go. So, so you think Tom right Brady's now, come to you, you, you think that right now what we're seeing is Joe Montana is no longer seen as the Jordan of the sport? It yeah. became Brady became being seen as Jordan. But because of this, you think he's going to be start being looked at as more like a LeBron where it's like yeah. there's just a million doubters. Yeah. I do. And I think that uh, I don't want to say that because I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a goat quarterback. But the conversation in the NFL for like the for like the past five years has been Brady or Rodgers, right? I guess and, yeah. For like the two best quarterbacks at that time. And then Drew Brees right. maybe like snuck his way in there. Um, I I don't agree with this at all. 
But I think that Aaron Rodgers is having a very successful FU season right now. The Packers are going to find some success at the end of the year. Um, 16 and 0 potential is definitely there. MVP potential is definitely there. I think that some people at the end of this season are going to say that Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT. And that's so incorrect. But I just think that I know the nature of the fans in the NFL right now, of the modern NFL fan. I think some people are going to start, like more people than not, are going to point to Aaron Rodgers. But at the end of the day, I know who the best quarterback in the league right now is. And it's neither of those guys. It's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's the best quarterback in the league right now. And that was a beautiful transition to the last game of the day, which doesn't feature the Seahawks at all. But... Features their division mates. It features two of their division mates, which this does have implications for the Seahawks. So let's talk about the game first, and then let's talk about what it means for the division. Rams and 49ers are playing in Sunday night football. Who are you picking for this game? The Rams. How's it even close? I think the Rams have the third best offense in football right now, like sneakily. Yeah, they do, and I don't know why. But it's, just cause, it's just because of stats. That's just how stats are. They, yeah. they honestly, when you see the rankings, it usually means total offensive yardage. So it just means that they're putting up a crap ton of yards every game, and it doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yep. So you're picking the Rams at, yeah. at, what, at what score? Oh, it's going to be close, and I feel like it's a shootout. But that's part of the reason why I think they lose, because like I don't trust... Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. right? Like in a shootout, I yeah. would much rather have Jared Goff over Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, and Kyle, Kyle Shanahan was like, hey, I like my quarterbacks who don't throw interceptions. A little shot at Jimmy G, so I don't yeah, know. So I'm, I mean, I'm falling apart San Fran right now. Look, I need, I need Jimmy to do me a favor and throw like 30 completions and have it split evenly between Kittle and Debo. That's yep. what I need out of him this week. Um, but I still think they lose. I still think that their offense is kind of sputtering. Um, I mean, we'll see with Mostert back in the lineup this week. For This is his second week back, right? Uh, yeah, but he didn't really do that much last week. Right, exactly. So we'll see what he does. We'll see if he can actually like make an impact on the team, see how their running game is. But I just I think that... They are still kind of working on that Super Bowl hangover. I feel like their defense is the bigger question mark somehow, which is just injuries. That's the only reason why it's a bigger question mark is just all of the injuries that they got killed with. Um, so I feel like they'll turn it around. Like I feel like they go two and four and then they win maybe three weeks in a row. I don't really know what their schedule looks like. But I feel like they maybe struggle for this week, but show signs of like, oh, we can do this and then get better. But yeah, so I'm picking the Rams. That's my pick. Thank God I don't have to use my brain again for (laughs) a few hours because this has been brutal. All my picks have been like, like I'm confident in who I picked, but my commentary has been brutal today. Yeah, yeah, well, it's early. You know, it's it's what do you expect? We're, We're up early doing this. Um, all right, I have to give my pick. I'm like really torn on this game, and I know I shouldn't be, but I am. Um, the S- Sunday Night Football, the Rams are 1-0, the 49ers are 0-1. The 49ers, two straight losses. Uh, Jimmy G was pulled last week. Everything points in the Rams' direction. Um, and and the 49ers are literally on the brink right now. They're, they are on the brink. In, in, in probably one of the most competitive divisions in football, they're on the brink. 
And this this is this will this game will will basically like lose the division for them. Or, or, or like if they if they lose three straight, they're done. They're absolutely done. Uh, they're the Rams of last year. If everyone remembers my rant talking about the Rams losing three games in a row, uh, that's probably the most famous rant in TBR history. Uh, the three games in a row, you idiot moron rant that I went on last year. Um, all right, this this is interesting. I. God, I'm going to pick the Rams. I'm going to pick the Rams. I was thinking for a six. I'm going to pick the Rams. You couldn't bring yourself to do it. You I can... couldn't bring myself to, to pick the 49ers, even though they have a potential to win this game. The only thing I was thinking was there's no chance they lose three games in a row. And like there's like they're going to make this division competitive. I don't see that happening. I think the Rams, like you said, are sneakily like like good. Yeah, Which but it, also, it doesn't count as losing three games in a row to me. Because you think about it, right? Like that first uh, game of the losing streak, no Jimmy, no Kittle, right? Or did they have Kittle? What was it? No Jimmy, but they Kittle's have Kittle been back, back for th- yeah. Kittle, Kittle's been back for three weeks now. Yeah, so it was no Jimmy, but you have Kittle back, and you also don't have Mostert. And then the next week, it's you have Jimmy back, but then Kittle doesn't produce nearly as much, and then uh, Mostert's back, but like kind of being eased into everything. Yeah. And then this week it would just be, they finally got everyone and they're like starting to click, but then I feel like the defense fails them. So I don't know that it's really there. I feel like, I feel like they're more on the hook for a two game losing streak than they are a three game losing streak. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because that I makes feel like sense. The first game. There's nothing you can really do about that. I, yeah. There's nothing you do about the first game, but like then again, like 16 game NFL season, like, like I'm counting it as a three game losing streak. And I understand that, that, like, there was, you know, just the chips were down and the odds were against them. Um, wouldn't be shocked if the 49ers won this game, but I'm going to pick the Rams. I would have loved to disagree with you on it, but, like, I have to pick the Rams. The Rams are going to be 5-1 and one after this week if they win, which is weird to me because I don't think the Rams are that good. I don't like the Rams. I don't want to pick them, but I think I have to because, like, I want to keep my pick em record up there. Yeah. Um, what does this mean for the division? We have a really intense game tomorrow night. Like and and I say intense because it's the other two teams in the division. The Cardinals and the Seahawks are playing Monday Night Football. Um, what? No, they're not. Are they not? Seah- Seahawks are on a bye. Cardinals is next week. Oh, Seahawks it's next, next week. week. All right. Cardinals next Cowboys week. this week. Next week we have a really intense. Yeah, that's right. The Cardinals are playing the Cowboys. Next week we have a really intense game between the Cardinals and the Cowboys. I mean the Cardinals and the Seahawks. This is going to be interesting because. Let's just say the the Cardinals like break off a uh, break off a win there. The Rams would like potentially be in first place in the division as I think the second worst team in the division. If that makes sense at all. Take take a second to process it. I know that it it's 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 a confusing statement. Give it to me one more time, and then I feel like I'll know. The what you're Ram, saying. if the Rams win this week, and the yes. Seahawks lose to the Cardinals next week, right? Then the Rams have the potential to be like the division leaders, or at least tied for the division lead. Packers would have to lose as well, right? As the second worst team. Well, I'm saying like like before, you know, like they would before the game, they would have the potential 
to be at the top of the division or tied for the division. Yeah, no, 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 I understand what you're saying because it's very clearly a two-horse race in that division from a talent standpoint. And once at the season goes, second worst team in the division. Yeah, yeah, because like at through yeah, no, I get what you're saying because through week seven they well, could actually have- no as the worst team in the division. Talent that I don't that, that I don't follow as much because of how depleted the San, uh, San Francisco defense is. Yeah. Yes and no. Um, I think that the Rams talent wise are the worst team in the division, but they could be. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. Is right. that yeah, they I could guess. be leading the division. In my opinion, they're the worst team in the division, which makes this the most competitive uh, division. In football right now. I mean, I mean, that's not even that's the only division with more than one undefeated. Yeah, that's the only division that's got two MVP candidates. Well, no, they don't have more than one undefeated team. Are the Packers not undefeated? They're not in the NFC West. Oh, what the? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. My bad. Who the heck else is in the West? Rams, Cardinals, Niners. Oh, shoot. You're right. Yeah. Well, they still have multiple quarterbacks in the MVP. They do have multiple quarterbacks in the That That was still accurate. Three. I don't know why I got messed up with that. Maybe because we were talking about the Packers. We were talking about the Packers, and that's probably why. Yeah, that's probably why. NFC North is, like, interesting, too, because, like, the Bears. (laughs) The Bears suck. They're they're going to. Yes, they do. Take that back. They don't suck. They're good. I refuse. Fine, they're going to win. Did you pick the Panthers or the Bears? I picked the Panthers. You did? I did. Oh, let's go. Let's go. You weren't paying attention when I did that. That was like an hour and ten minutes ago, dude. (laughs) I'm on a different wavelength right now. Um, Have you not been writing down what your picks and my picks are? Or do you go back and listen listen to do it? (laughs) That would be smart to write them down. (laughs) It would be. It'd save you a lot of time. Skip through the whole episode and listen for what. No, I'll remember what you picked. Um, I'll remember that. I will remember that. The Bears are going to beat the Panthers today, and then um, they are going to be division like at the top of the division, kind of with the Packers. That'd be crazy if the Packers lost and the Bears won. Whoa! Think about it for a second. No, it's not happening. At the top of the division, Uh, I think the Bears and the Cardinals are wild card teams. Hot take. We're throwing hot takes all over the place at the end of the episode. Bears and Cardinals, wild card teams. I think the Bears are more likely to be in the conversation for Trevor Lawrence than they are to be in the conversation for the playoffs. What? I think they have closer potential to ending up as the worst record team in football this year than I they really are to make the playoffs. I think that's statistically impossible. It's not. We're 25 per, more than 25% of the way through the season, and there's still teams that haven't won a game. Right, but so, so here's the thing. Uh, okay, so it's not mathematically impossible. Like, yeah, if they lose every game this yeah, year. Yeah, if they lose like every the single game, win. and the Jets win four, and the Giants win four, and the Falcons win four. That's not happening. That's that's might be Funny. one of the dumbest things you've said on this show. You've been on you've been on the review podcast. Right, for but will it? But will it? But will it? You see you see what I'm saying though. You see how I'm saying that that like 0.01% chance of happening is really small. And I'm saying that they have the a worse chance of making the playoffs than that. 
I'm not following. So you know how small of a chance it is that they actually get the number one overall pick, given that yeah, they started off one. Small. Yeah, I'm saying there's an even smaller chance to make the playoffs. That's just that's not possible. First of all, that's not true. <laughs> no, I know mathematically it's technically not true, but Very they're not, not making the playoffs. Yes, they are. Okay. The Bears are making the playoffs this year. Dub Bears. Um, like I don't. You've been on the show for a while. That might have been the dumbest thing you've ever said. You bring some intelligent stuff to the show. I think you may have. You may have just outdone yourself. Every time we're on this podcast, you make a bold claim or whatever and whatever. And I go back home after the podcast. I go back to my room and I think to myself, there's no possible way that he could outdo himself tomorrow. And what do you do, damn it? You find a way to top yourself. The Bears are making the playoffs. Said and done. That's it. The Chicago Bears are making the playoffs. I don't know how you could possibly think that they are going to end up with the worst record in the NFL. That's stupid. That's I just, didn't say that. I you said just more, said that. No, you I just said they're did. more likely to do that than make that the is, playoffs. That is just plain outright stupidity. And I don't get lively on this podcast like I just did. But when you come after the Chicago Bears like you just did, I don't know. No holds barred. Flannels off. The flannels are off, and the Bears are making the playoffs. They could win the division. Honestly, the Bears could win the division. And I can't wait to see the look on your face when they do make the playoffs. What is this? What is what is episode is this? Episode 46 on Sunday, October 18th. We're going to come back in, like, uh, around, like, Christmas time. After Thanksgiving, like, you know, when the season's winding down. And we're going to check in on the Bears. And we are going to prove to you stuff. That you are wrong and you are outright, just outlandishly speaking gibberish. You are speaking a foreign language to me right now. The fact that you say that they, the Bears have a better chance to end up with the worst record in the NFL than they do a playoff spot. Yep. They're four and one. When's the last time the Bears, they should be five and oh. When's the last time the Bears were four and one? Never. Never. Ever. Never, ever, ever have the Bears been four and one. So, yeah, that's all I've got. You're wrong. I'm right. Uh, Bears are making the playoffs. Those are the the Cliff's notes of this episode. You have anything else that you want to say? You want to say that, that the Patriots are going to have a better chance of winning the World Series against the Tampa Bay Rays than they do uh, winning today's game? Do you have any other outlandish claims? Moon landing? Fake? Real? What do you think? NBC Sports says the Bears are the worst 4-1 team in decades. Just saying. The Rams are the worst 4-1 team in decades. The Bears are miles ahead of the Rams. Miles. Yeah, that's where you're wrong, kiddo. You think the Rams are better than the Bears right now? All day long. You're so high. Now I kind of want to pick the 49ers. Now I kind of want to pick the 49ers. It's too late. You already made your pick. We're still on the podcast, are we not? You already made your pick. I have no. <laughs> The you worst, made your pick and you moved on. My no, my yeah, computer's at five percent, so I we get gotta. It. The worst four and one team in football right now is the Rams. The second worst is the Chiefs. Bro, the Chiefs would Man. wipe the floor with the Bears if Mahomes Why? played the entire game throwing with his left hand. That's so wrong. If if Patrick Mahomo can't can, can easy there. 
if if he can lose to Derek Carr and the Raiders, if he can almost lose to the Patriots with Brian Hoyer, and he can almost lose to the Chargers with Justin Herbert, there is no way that he can beat the Bears with his left hand. He can do it. I trust his ability. Chance of Jackson Mahomes coming into the game and throwing for over 100 yards than there is of Patrick Mahomes beating the Bears with his left hand. You, what are you saying right now? You're throwing out like all these ridiculous claims. The Rams and the Chiefs are the two worst 4-1 and one teams in football right now. And you can't disagree with this. The Chiefs could easily be 1-4. and four. Uh, that's a fact. They weren't far off from losing all those games. Well, okay, so they could have lost Chargers. Definitely could have lost Patriots. Right. So you're agreeing with everything that I'm saying, and they lost Raiders. <laughs> they lost Raiders, but no, I think they at worst would have been two and three. I don't see them losing. That's that still pretty game. bad. Okay, for the fine. champions, that you just proved my point. They're the worst four and one team in football. That they could easily be two and three. Big difference. Big leap. The Bears could easily be zero oh and five. What's your point? They could easily be five and zero. Oh. <laughs> and you could say the same thing about the Chiefs. You can't. Because they, because, well, statistically, they can't easily be five and zero because they lost to the Raiders. So they could be four and one, which and is the what Bears statistically can't be five and zero because they're four and one. Right, I understand that, but like I'm proving Dude, you wrong. Beat the Giants by four points. What are we talking about? It's a win, buddy, 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 buddy. Uh, the Bears and the Chiefs are a completely different teams. Yeah, the Chiefs are, like, a better talented team. Like, the Bears don't have a starting goal. They haven't won a game by more than four points this year. That's What did I say at the beginning of the year? I said I like this Bears team, but I don't see them blowing any team out. And what did you say? You said they were going to blow whoever they were playing out that week. I know that because the clip is up on Vimeo now. Uh, (laughs) I said that the Bears can't blow out any team. They don't have blowout potential. They win games. That's what they do. They win close games. There's a big difference between the Bears winning a game by like four or three points and the Chiefs winning a game by like four or three points because the Chiefs have blowout potential. The Chiefs are talented enough where they should be beating teams like the Chargers, like the Raiders, like the Patriots with no Cam Newton by like 20 plus points. But they didn't. They didn't. They haven't proven anything to me yet. And that's why the Chiefs are the worst four and one team in football. Yeah. So snack on that. Seth. And that's all I have to say. Yeah, that's all I got to. My, my laptop's going to die if we go any longer. So we got to wrap this up. I would have loved to see your laptop die mid-episode because you're speaking stupidity right now. Um, I'll check back in with you later today when the Bears beat the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, boys, thank you so much for listening to episode 46 of The Review. Uh, like I said, we have a long weekend this weekend, so like hopefully we get some content out of it. I know that uh, I'm having some people over for the game today. Seth would be over for the game if he couldn't, you know, be co- Corona leave. You can't leave, basically. He can't leave school. So uh, we're just we're waiting for that stretch of Thanksgiving break to like uh, 2021, where everybody's home for like six years. 
and we'll do mad content then too. But for now, check the Instagram. That's where everything's going to be. I may go live to react to some of the games later today. Uh, definitely throwing some money on some of the games. But yeah, this has been episode 46. Seth and I, week six pick them. And uh, that's it. We'll check back in with you after Seth uh, is wrong about the Bears and Panthers game. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.